Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Once again, Midflight Brawl is brought to you by the legends over at Heaps Normal. If you don't know about Heaps Normal yet, get around it. It is delicious, refreshing, award-winning. Non-alcoholic beer. More They've been supporting us here at MFB HQ for a couple of years and they are absolute legends. Get around them if you're looking for a break off the booze or just looking to split up a big night out with a couple of delicious non-alcoholic froths. They've got the World Beer, Beer Award-winning Quiet XPA. They've got another lager. They've got a half-day hazy and the new... Coffee run stout, non-alcoholic stout. Makes you think, doesn't it? Certainly does, Heggy. Certainly does make you think. It is delicious. The non-alcoholic stout, the coffee run stout, is limited edition. So make sure you get in early. Grab a slab of that. Get on heapsnormal.com. Chuck in duty-free at checkout for free shipping around Australia. I'll tell you what, nothing better than using a postie to bring a slab to your door. You feel like an absolute champ. Heapsnormal.com, duty-free at checkout. Now, please enjoy our first of two live episodes that we just recorded up in Sydney at Kinsalis. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-Air Madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-Air Brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf. At LAX, thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. So many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the <laughs> 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 I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door! G'day Sydney, welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl, any tip rack can fly now and here's what happens when they do, I'm Nick Cody And I'm Luke Heggie, thanks very much for coming out yes. so early on a Saturday afternoon for the matinee session of 2 uh, Mid-Flight Brawl, pretty good um, Prime Oxford Street time, 2pm <laughs> Yeah, just, um, alright, we've, uh, we've got a fair, fair bit to get through, you just flew up this morning I did I hear uh, yeah, flew up this morning. Going, uh, I hopped on the plane and uh, I was don't want to brag. One C, Mister Heggy. Mm-hmm. Used some points a while back to. Where'd uh, you put your dad? Was he down the back? Twenty two D. Fuck yep. you, Joffa. What a guy. Yeah. No, 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 they wouldn't let me change. Woo! I was business class. Um, oh, you couldn't swap um, boarding passes. No, they didn't allow that. Well, it's got his name on it. That would be a breach of aviation rules, mate. Oh, okay. There's podcasts about flights. You should get into some. Um, but I've hopped on and uh, could immediately see someone was there. It's on Virgin. It's two seats. So it's 1A, 1C. Just sit someone on was in 1C, cracked the knuckles. I'm excited for this. One of my favourite things. You're in my seat. Are you sure? I'm not even taking my phone out of my fucking pocket. You're in the wrong seat, champ. And then they look and feel bad. I looked at this guy, tattoos from hair to toes and a gold grill. Yeah. And he said, my buddy's sitting here. Do you mind sitting in my seat across the aisle? I go, absolutely not, my new friend. <laughs> and I was not surprised to find out they are also going to the UFC tomorrow. Oh, yeah. The whole, it was all UFC. It was a lot of Joe Rogan chat between those two blokes. Yeah. I don't know what business they do, but uh, I assume it's shady. Yeah. Shady business. Eating a lot of meat and having cold baths from just, what I can hear. Just, <laughs> That's all they fucking talk about. Two shredded blokes with little Louis Vuitton pouches. It's such a weird... Yeah. Yeah. Ready for a big one? Hold on, I'll get some fucking drinks on my little purse here. Hold on a second. (laughs) Where's my card? 
Um, what do you think about someone drinking Johnny Walker while wearing Gucci shoes? Is that not a... I don't think a lot of any of those things. <laughs> uh, a few stories got sent in this week by listeners, uh, in fact. There was, um, there was a biohazard, which sounds... <laughs> Serious, this is on a Delta flight from Atlanta, yes. Atlanta to Barcelona. They had to turn around and go back. Yeah, that's someone... a good shit. Yeah. That's a big shit. Well, why would you... Someone diarrheaed all through the plane. Yeah. Like, well, how do you do that? Don't fucking run. There's no, mother... when, when it starts happening, sit There's still. motherfucking shit on the motherfucking plane. We've got to... I mean, realistically, a family member should have to come and clean that. Not the mum, but just someone should have to come and... They've oh, got cleaners assume... to clean the whole plane. That's not there. That's beyond... Not the mum. I... It's not a child. That's a man act. I know That's it is. A, that or is he, a man he shit. He or ladies, he's capable should have to clean it or someone from their family. Like, you, you can't make a cleaner do that. I've had to do that before. Someone, I used to work on boats and people just sometimes stand on the toilet so, and then shit on the wall. Like, just boof. Completely missed. I'd have to clean that. I'd yeah. usually gurney it. If the gurney was, I couldn't get a gurney, you have to clean it. Yeah. That's proper rosemary up the nostrils job. Oh. It is, it's a bad time. Um, another human interest Makes story think, from, uh, from, from Air Canada. Uh, they tried to cover the smell of vomit on the seats with perfume and coffee grounds. So that, was, like was it a, fucking, that was a Vegas flight? Yes. You've almost got to cop that. What? You've got to sit down on vomit? Just assume it's somewhere on the plane. Yeah, but not on your jeans. Like, that's fucking... It's going to be there your, later. On your seatbelt. If you're going to Vegas, it's good to just rock up to. smelling of vomit. Prepare yourself, you know? Train hard, fight easy. But you can't... <laughs> unless it's napalm. You can't get, you can't get rid of vomit. Smell. The like smell it's not, of vomit. Certainly yeah. coffee grounds. That's an amateur. It's like putting Lynx Africa on a turd. It just, just makes, it, makes it worse, yeah. if anything. Yeah. You've got to deep clean that. But the pilot I, told them to rack how off. How do you go with vomit? Because my wife is, can do all do the other things. But if, a ki- if one of our kids vomit, oh. she can't be in the room. She's one of those sea vomit yeah, and then yeah, it's gonna, yeah. there's a chain reaction. Yeah. Whereas I'm an adult, so I'll just clean it up. Yeah. Don't tell her I said um, that. <laughs> she wouldn't listen to this. Um, I told her I was going to the shops. So <laughs> I'm worse with turds. Like when... When we, when we got our dog, when it was a puppy, we pretty much just, you know, just de- like you de-sex a dog. It's the worst possible thing. They still like you afterwards somehow. They're so dumb. But it was shitting through the house and it, I've nearly spewed oh, cleaning wow. that up. It was, it was only the smell. It was disgusting. Yeah. But then I've made myself vomit with a fart. So... What's <laughs> that? The vomit's not the thing. Um... Yeah, they went in on no-fly list because they didn't want to sit in vomit. What a time. Pretty good. Air Canada's in a public relations nightmare at the moment, as is, well, as is your mate and a man who could well be your height, even shorter, I don't know, uh, Alan Joyce. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Five, ten and a half. Funnily enough, that's what he fucking says. But absolutely um, not. There's no way. There's, he is six foot one internet inches tall, but... Then he's also 5'7", 5'8", 5'10", and according to one uh, internet user, 33 inches. 33. 33 inches. He's a built-up shoe sort of bloke, if ever I've seen one. And I'm not being high. Are these these built up, the RMs with the little thing on the bottom? That is a built-up shoe. Well, the front row can see, that is a built-up shoe. They're just RMs. (laughs) What am I meant to do? Just wear something that's not built up. Yeah, that's true. Be I'll honest with yourself today. and others. Um, anyway, just after the fact. Facts are known as shaming now, I get it. But it's not, you know, Alan's a short man. Um, Qantas is having a fucking mare, though. Good. He got to leave early and got paid early for fucking it. Yeah. That's amazing. He should, he should get bashed, this guy. Like he's, he's one of the worst people we've ever had here. And it's not a go back to where you can't, whatever. He's Australian, I think, but he's just a fucking turd. He's one of the worst people in this country. Yeah. It's real estate agents, Alan Joyce, and then yeah. whatever you can think of next is fucking horrible. 
I know you That's always give the Irish a lot of shit, which is hurtful. It is my background for being mm. drunken fucking losers. Mine but too, so I can Look say what I happens. Want. When they try, you get Alan Joyce and Conor McGregor. That, yeah. The Irish shouldn't try. No. Nah. They cause more problems when they try. Just put I your prefer feet up the, and have a pint. I prefer the ones just ripping cop piping off the side of my building. <laughs> you know where you stand. Um... Anyway, this, uh, this episode this week, we, uh, oh, it must be two months ago now, I don't know. We, we went up to Townsville. Did you at an administrative error? Oh. We, uh, we didn't end up doing the episode up there. We did all the pre-work. All the Thank research God. was done. And that's not going to be wasted. So Thank God we didn't do a show up there. It was Grapes of Mirth, Merrick Watts, mm. SAS Australia's own Merrick Watts. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir! Um, his festival... And uh, people in far north Queensland, they're great, but they're not sitting through an hour podcast Absolutely in the not. direct sun. <laughs> no one is. No. I'll be surprised if you people do, to be fair. It's a, well, it's not going to be for everyone, but then if you're for everyone, you're you shithouse. Um, uh, yeah, we had to abort it. Um, so it's, it's got a bit of a Queensland bent, this episode. I hope you don't mind. Backs against the wall. Uh, <laughs> Your, your favourite place. And I've been infiltrating that joint pretty much on and off since birth just to get a feel for it. Um, Queensland? You yeah. sent me another NRG juice photo last week mm. on the Gold Coast. Yeah. There all the time. Yeah? I was, yeah. I've still never eaten there. Or well, drunk eat, there, but yeah. I'd, yeah, I will. You've never had one? No. It's the hangover cure, I think. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's just a, boo- it's a, look, just a boost, though, isn't it? It's a boost. Yeah. But they, they all are. But they don't dance. Yeah. Which is, f- that is, I'm not having Which people Which makes dance. me like NRG juice more. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, have you been to one of the, are they up here in Sydney, like K, is it KFL supermarkets? Like Asian supermarket? You go in and you go, something's, a, something's fucking weird about this joint. <laughs> and I hold on, I can't hear Ed Sheeran. <laughs> oh. This is how we should all shop all the time. In silence. But it's just Asian food or it's everything. Yeah, there's an Aussie section. You could get big tubs of Vegemite. Great. Fucking great. So it's actual, like, like you're in yeah. Asia shopping. Yeah. Great. Love it. Uh, no, we don't have it. We're not that progressive just yet up mm. here. Um, Do better, Sydney. So a couple of classic FNQ stories just to kick off here. Uh, a, a real character of the area up there is Arthur Stanley Brown. So you know he's in trouble already. Um, classic citizen of Townsville. Maintenance carpenter on government buildings. That's his job. Obsessively neat, uh, ironed his clothes to go to work as a carpenter. So oh, I'd be surprised if anyone here's ironed anything in the last <laughs> five years. Like, ironing's finished, isn't it? Like it's just you know, it's, a, it's one of those things. It'd be, like it's become an upper class pursuit, like worrying, like worrying about the environment and stuff, and, and eat, <laughs> eating vegetables. They're, they're like it's snob stuff now. Um, Anyway, Arthur this went... Is, this is how every night that I've got a corporate gig goes in my house. Fuck, where's the iron? Yeah. And then a few minutes later, fuck, that shirt doesn't fit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> then I try and take a big shit and head off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Arthur Stanley Brown, he, he went to the grave as the probable killer of uh, the Mackay girls near Townsville, the, the Beaumont children in Adelaide and a bunch of others. So quite prolific. Some of his victims had their clothes neatly folded next oh. to them when they were found. Ah. So pretty grim. Point is, if you see a child, especially yeah. you know, these days, folding their clothes voluntarily, keep a fucking close eye on yeah. them. <laughs> and I don't know any other information about this bloke, but if you talk to him, I reckon Dad bashed him for not doing the laundry. That's one of those. Yeah. You know? And he's Anytime they start doing chores near the dead. Yeah. Who beat you for not doing that when you were a kid? I mean, it's, yeah, it's spot on. This is psychology 101. <laughs> hey, um, in other news, local news from up there, we'll just pretend we're in Townsville for a bit. Um, <laughs> and this is, this is why Australians, in particular those from the FNQ region, uh, are not trusted to live freely without excessive rules in place to curb their natural poor behaviour. Um, just a couple of months ago at the beautiful Sun Hotel in, uh, in uh, Mundingborough, and uh, having been there myself, I'm surprised, if, I'd be surprised it's not heritage listed, at least the pokies and the, and the, and the bistro s- sections. But a, uh, Quick question, can you make the font on that bigger or put glasses on? 
I can do, I've but it's I've never gonna... seen someone more awkward about a th- reading a thing they've written. Mm. <laughs> but I, it's two months ago, I don't remember it. That's why I've got to read something. I can't put glasses on. It's going it's to gonna really reduce my authority putting glasses on on a stage. It's a, <laughs> I'll do it, but you know, you've got to spare him. I'll just pretend I'm not. I'm not. That's a, Oh, that's Someone turned the lights on. Where did that come on. from? It, yeah. um, Hold on, were they on the top? Oh, I missed that. Were they up here and you did the fucking sick flick down? <laughs> Land them on the nose? Um, yeah, a local arrogant at the Sun Hotel. He's, uh, he's at 11.45pm in the bottle shop. That's too late for liquor sales in Queensland. He was, um, he was, he was in the shop, allegedly waving an axe around. And uh, I saw a photo of the alleged axe, and if that's not a fucking axe, I'm not here. But it was... <laughs> Although the way modern television has gone now, it could be a cake or something. Um, oh, yeah. Um, someone I've arrived at, a, like if I was working in a shop, someone arrived wielding an axe, or, you know, by the time the bottle of wine hit him in the head, I'd be in the cool room. That's a... Look like at the broomstick. You're not waiting around? What happened? When Fuck you worked no. at the bottle shop? Any... Never got attacked. Never? I got abused a lot, but I never yeah. got attacked. No. Yeah. Not proper waving a smashed bottle around or anything, no. But lunatics walking in, did you ever think, this could be the day? Yeah. Let's roll, Yeah. You know? Just point at the camera. Say, hi, mate, look at that. <laughs> what do you want? Like, just sort of... Yeah, they're not true lunatics. No, They're listening no, no. to that. No. You did get, I did get a guy coming in a horse. <laughs> like, poked his, the horse came in. I was like, get oh. that fucking... Nah, you're not having a horse, get off and... <laughs> Walk in here. He seems like one of those nerds who go, well, actually, they never changed the rule. Yeah. <laughs> you can bring a horse in to a Dan Murphy's. Then he's outside piss, like, pissing on a cop car, the back, you know, the back wheel of a car. You can, yeah. Apparently that's a fucking try that. See what happens. <laughs> anyway, uh, the, the wallopers arrived and they didn't shoot him. That's wow. not the Queensland police I grew up with. Um, <laughs> Anyway, vaguely related, vaguely locally related stories for today's episode. It's going to kick into it. There's a mid-air incident, oh. which is uh, grim. June, June 12, 1996, 18 people, 18 souls found themselves in heaven when two Army Black Hawk helicopters collided at, at Townsville's high range. The uh, two choppers were among a group of six on a live-fire counter-terrorism training exercise. Daddy Bones. The accident, which killed 15 SAS troops and three air crewmen, worst peacetime loss of life in the Australian Defence Force. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, when it comes to helicopters, I reckon it's the reverse of practice makes perfect. Like they should. Training exercises kill way more people than combat. From well, that's a, yeah, that's their thing. Train hard, fight easy. Well, don't fight at all. If you get through training, you're fine. ISIS don't even have helicopters. You're gonna be, it's yeah. going to be easy. Well, they've, they've lost more, though. The SAS have lost more in training than in... In battle. That's Doing the gigs over there, you would have done it. The first base that you stop at in Dubai, there's a wall with the, the troops that lost their lives in the yeah. Afghanistan war. And then a but say there wall. were like 36 photos up. Yeah. They'd built room for 50. Yeah. So you go, that's negative thinking. I don't need that. Next. I don't need... <laughs> like they've already gone, well, we can lose 50. But they had the photo ready to hang up. Someone had, a carpenter, someone had come along... And hammered in 50 nails. Oh. No good. That should be an ad-as-you-go thing. Yeah. <laughs> no I remember speaking that. to someone who, who said when the American troops come here for training exercises, they pack a lot of body bags. Like, we're not fighting, mate. It's just training. Yeah. You know, we'll need those. Really? Yeah. They lose a lot more than us. Yeah. But I think proportionally they're probably dumber when they get into the... Yeah. <clears throat> and then they, they try and do their Top Gun drinking with Australians. Yeah. Hey, you guys ready to share a six-pack between eight of you? <laughs> and there's, there's a 16-year-old like, yeah, right, cunt. Dead. Dead colonel. <laughs> but I mean, it's always concerned me that mid-air collisions with helicopters, they are very common. They were probably yeah. just happy all six didn't fly into each other in the air. It's fucking calamitous. So they need to sort out some mirrors or something. There must be some blind spots. You know, that's all the time. They're crashing into each other. SeaWorld? That was SeaWorld, wasn't it? SeaWorld did, yeah. yeah. It's happened here. It's different. It's, uh, don't get in a fucking helicopter. Just yeah. don't. Very unsafe. They're not robust enough. Rambo took one down with a couple of rocks. So <laughs> just chucking, them, chucking rocks at him when he ran out of ammo in Rambo 3. Have a look at that. Don't get in a helicopter. It's coming down from a rock. 
Um, anyway. I haven't seen any of the others. I just saw Last Blood. Well, first Blood, sorry. First which Blood. was the very first one. Brilliant. And then like Rambo 8 or whatever. Oh, yeah, okay. okay he's changed his tune towards no violence. Rambo. Yeah, he, he killed one person in Rambo 1 and it's gone up to like 400 yeah. by Rambo 5. Yeah. Pretty good. PTSD. It's real. Um, anyway, the brawls we've been mucking around. There's um, a thick-head flight attendant with spare time on a TikTok account. There's a few of them. Um <laughs> Recounted across two excruciating videos that a woman from Bali to Townsville went to the toilets and shat herself while vomiting. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it was, it I, was... I had gastro recently, about six weeks ago. Don't worry, anyone here. Mm. Oh, by the way, if I sound a bit stuffy, I've got a bit of a head cold. My wife tested for COVID, though, so I'm fine. Um, <laughs> I didn't even know you could get rat tests anymore. But I come in here and Heggy goes, uh, what have you got in your bag? And I said, a bit of betadine throat gargle. And he goes, I've got something better. And he's made candied ginger. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. I didn't even know. Not a problem, is it? It's good. It was, it's fucking tasty, but that is up there with like boiled lollies for... It's like Making. a Nan's house thing you've given me there. Yeah. You he fucking ga- ate it. He gave me a drop of cordial in me drink and he's given me some candied ginger. All right, if we're going to go down that road, maybe, maybe we should do some Jeffrey Thing Must Go while we're here. We're going to do it later. You're, you're giving shit about my homemade elixirs. Uh, maybe, maybe we should give out some dickhead fucking face on a shirt, coffee shirts, you holding a Dachshund. There's, yeah, pretty good, all large. I had to carry him home last. I'm carrying him around on my back, literally, on the way here, yeah. a bunch of fucking coffee shirts. Forget My coffee who's... club ad from over a year ago. Mm. Yeah. They so, handed them out to the franchisees. I occasionally see myself. Why are there some in the office at the management? Like, why, why do they give you They printed more 10? T-shirts than they had coffee club franchises, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> That's on them. That's on HQ. Well, I don't want to cause a scrum, but if anyone wants one, they're there. That's a, <laughs> you want to check your fucking oil or something? Go for it. You have to do it on his face because the rest of the shirt's black. Um, oh, yeah, oh, it's oh, actually great. started. Good on you. Oh, no, Go. this is how it starts. Grab a few. Chuck, chuck them Check out. Check the size. Did you, bring your, did you bring your T-shirt gun that you They're usually shoot into the crowd? Yeah. You didn't When I'm at a it? Sydney Kings game. Yeah. Everybody dance now. <laughs> 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 um, anyway. She, uh, the worst is when you've seen shit for a shitty ad you did, but you've already spent the money. You go, oh, I did that. Yeah. It's grim. Well, it's a pretty good result. You're not Dougie the Pizza Boy. Like, it's gone. Yeah, no it one would know anymore. That's a good result. I was a voiceover recently for a... Anyone pick? It's on air. Came on air. Oh. And the merch I got given, I'll give it to someone in this room. Here he is. Because it's, it's sitting in the office. Yeah. If you guess what ad... You have to have watched the rugby, I believe... Oh, which is yeah. You, you sorry, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, Aaron Williams. It's not you're not in the competition. Land Rover. You're not in oh, this. Sorry, this is the crowd. Anyone hear it? No, recognise my voice. All right, sucked in. I'm keeping it. <laughs> it's, a, it's an esky. So, um, you're in an ad. Yeah, what my voice was. Yeah, so sort of lifeline. No, no. All right. <laughs> Just guessing. I'm not telling you. Um, anyway, this woman cleaned it up while two of her friends laughed at her. Then later on, the two friends, they shat their seats. Oh. Um, so we've, like we've, we've covered that in one minute. I watched about a solid seven minutes of TikTok to get the same result. Really gave me the fucking irritants. You know when someone who doesn't have any public speaking prowess just talks? It's like listening to a fuckwit do a 21st or a wedding speech. They go, and then there was a surprise on the seat. I'll tell you what it was. It was shit. Yeah, yeah, okay. Just, that annoys me. So, Mate, you would have seen now, and I'm sure if people here work in places that have like awards nights, you know, occasionally get asked to do a, a spot. Yeah. Corporate gig at an awards night, and they used to go for fucking ever, but I think post-COVID, people go, who knows what's coming up? Who knows what the future holds? Yeah. Let's just barrel through this fucking awards night. I've never seen awards give no speeches... No one's doing anything. It's like we're here to drink and eat. What sort of awards? Why are they getting awards? Like they're getting know, paid. 
That's your fucking award. Council. Gimpy Council Awards. Yeah. What for? All sorts of things. Been there. No one should be getting an award there. That's a... <laughs> fucking hell. Anyway, we're looking at, uh, if you cast your mind back to July 10, 2017. Ooh, hold on. That should be near the top. Uh, Jetstar, Melbourne to Townsville. And there's an unnamed woman, 35. This is bloody Jane Doe. She's... Um, Flying back to Townsville, goodness knows what she was doing down there. The, uh, I looked at the rugby league schedule, FNQ Cowboys had a bye. Oh. So she was down there co- committing a crime of some description, not, not related to rugby league. She, um, she went to the toilet on the plane and uh, a few seconds later the smoke alarms went off and uh, flight attendants then found the woman in the toilet having a ciggy and s- said this before, I'll say it again, why don't, why don't lighters just get handed in? Like at the thing, hand your fucking lighter in. At the end, we'll chuck them on the tarmac or in the concourse or something. Go get it. Like, why, why have you got a lighter on a plane? I can't take oh, a Oh, do you think torch. like a pram, you can do that last yeah. minute check yeah. before you board? Put them in a shoebox, fucking bang. Yeah. And you, like, if you go get your lighter, tip from the top, don't grab a Zippo if it's got Harley Davidson on it. You're about to get bashed. <laughs> Unless it's yours. But just fucking have a scab grab afterwards. Like, why, they got, why can you have a lighter on a plane? It's crazy. That's more of a weapon than my roll of fucking tape or whatever they take off you. Oh, 100%. This always gets brought up. What for? Extra screening today. Oh, the yeah. toy. Mm. They're worried. <laughs> they, um, I mean, we've got to accommodate smokers. Obviously, we've got to think of them. And uh, they just lose their fucking minds if they don't get a cigarette 10 seconds after they've got off a plane. Um, My dad's up the back. They could keep a... Yeah, I know, but... Like, even Jeff might agree. They could keep it in the smoking section at airports. Just keep one, like, at the post office or the bank, just on a, on a chain. Oh, yeah? Like, a bi- like they have the biro. Oh, like so a cafe a toilet lighter. key? Yeah. Attached to a cricket bat or... It's attached to, to the... Oh. You can't even take it. Oh, okay. And you've got to... You or know. maybe, like, a, a phone. Have you ever, like, at a Telstra or Optus store or whatever? Oh, they've got a phone they on, go, the, on a wire. Have a, yeah, but it's not... It doesn't go that far. So they're like, have a listen to how good the call quality is. And you go... Oh, fuck. All right. <laughs> well, you want to um, make it really low to make yeah. them feel bad about their choices. Well, if you're in Telstra, you're not no good anyway. Um, she he, said... He only says this because Heggie's with Dodo or something and his <laughs> phone no, is no, constantly I'm... dropping. It's a fucking nightmare. Your internet, your phone, you're always having a... We sent three letters and a, and a no. telegram and a... No. And you never hear back from them. Well, I'm just Telstra, not... you pay extra, but there's people in a store that you can go and call cunts to their faces. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you pay the premium. And then you, so then you, go, you reward them for ripping you off. Fuck that. They've been the worst. Like, I'm, I'm ticking them all off. Eventually, I'll have nowhere to go. I won't have he's internet. Ru- he's running through they, uh, phone service providers. Uh, why? I can't go back to that. They're the worst. They've been the worst possible. Like, I've dealt with the ombudsman and shit. They're fucking... <laughs> It's a, what a waste of a day. It's the worst. They're the worst ones. But there's um, actual people you get to yell at. Whereas if you're just doing a maze sim or whatever you're buying from yeah, the servo, fu- do you think they give no a shit? There's no one to talk to. They've got thick skins. You can yell no, at them No, but it's like, it's like gambling. If you lose at the pokies, there's no one to scream at. If you lose at blackjack, you can go, you, f- you knew you had 21, you fucking dog. You get, to, yeah. you get it off your chest. Oh, okay. It's all about you that. Know? I'm not after cathartic. I'm just after not getting fucking ripped off <laughs> by big companies. Anyway, this woman said she wasn't aware that she wasn't allowed to smoke on board. 2017. So, I had wondered why they still have those no smoking announcements and even the little lights that keep me awake on a long haul. They've got the cigarette with yeah. the cross through it. Go, Who the fuck's it? It's for her. It's for people just like this. And like, it's not working, so just get rid of them. Fuck. What, what do you reckon the punishment was for this? What was, she, what was she fined? Well, I know the other week you fucked me up with yeah. every fine was a few hundred dollars. Yeah. So I will say, what did I get caught on? It was like 500. I'll say 500. No, nah, $900. Fuck. <laughs> we'll look back at that and laugh. I reckon. That'll, be, that'll be the cost of a drag of a stranger's cigarette. Yeah. Within a few years. So um, I reckon cigars will make a comeback when we realise just how healthy they are in, in, in comparison to vapes. Yeah, vapes can't be good. No good. It's battery acid. Um, anyway. I don't know what's in there, but it's nice. We've got, yeah. uh, 
pretty tasty. <laughs> I told well, my wife, hey, Luch, you know, I'm a bit stuffy. She goes, don't go up to Sydney and get blind and vape if you've got a bit of a head cold. No yeah. more of that. And I said, I won't. And I told my dad I won't. And he said, by the second show, you will. Yeah. <laughs> Can you get and a... he u- raised me, so I think he knows better than my wife. Yeah. Can you get a eucalyptus vape? Oh, maybe. That? <laughs> That'd be good. Ginger Vic, eucalyptus. Fix vapor rub. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Why not? There must be a eucalyptus. There's a mint. Yeah. There's an actual... There's a tobacco flavour, which is... Awful. Yeah, anyone here, they're for actual proper darters. Yeah. Not for someone looking to get some fruit-flavoured nicotine. Yuck. Um, We're looking at our next incident here is January 5, 2023. Oh, Jesus Christ. Fresh. Townsville to Sydney. So, um, unnamed man, another bloody John Doe. A lot of John Doe's up there. Does anyone have a name up there? Tell you what I saw on that Qantas flight from... uh, Townsville to Melbourne, a lot of fishing shirts. Yeah, they're loud. That you only see in an airport in far north Queensland. Yeah. You know? For, obviously, fish never get near enough to the surface to see what's going on. It's, be like, it's like going hunting in fucking high vis. Yeah. It's not stupid. They're busy. But we keep, we keep, like, fishing shirts are real busy, but we, like, we say that's for them, for their enjoyment. It's for us to know where they are, pretty much. Oh. Same as high vis, same as race team jackets. We, we're keeping a fucking eye on them. That's, that's not for anyone's safety except ours. Um, anyway, he's... Uh, goodness knows what this John Doe was off to do in Sydney again. Off to catch him Sydney Symphony Under the Stars, probably. January, a lot of that. Taking some of the Sydney Festival events in and around the city, available to revellers of all backgrounds. Mate, you and tell me. That I do live reads for it on radio. Get to sydney.com. Over there, it's, uh, there is an actual thing. You just Sydney, Sydney Festival in January, yeah, big. Yeah, huge. Oh, I was nearly in it until it got cancelled. What do you mean? Do you remember? No. Well, coming out of COVID, not a lot of work around. Yeah. So I got offered a $1,000 gig. Oh. Fuck yeah, that's my rent. I'm having that. But nah, it was for Sydney Festival and uh, Israel was a uh, sponsor, the I don't know, I'd like to say Department of Israel, but something else. Israeli Embassy was a sponsor of a Jewish dance troupe and they decided to cancel the comedy because a pro-Palestine movement erupted Ah. over on the Australian, and by that I mean Melbourne, comedy scene. (laughs) And uh, all the working-class comedians lost their fucking job, didn't they? I remember that now. Jewish ballet still went ahead. That was fine. But, uh, yeah, it was just a comedy that had to get cancelled there. Um, Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile With the price of just about everything going up during inflation We thought we'd bring our prices down So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer Which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15 Just 15 bucks a month So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh, stop posting black squares for the day to make sure Heggy didn't get paid. Yeah. Yeah, I figured it out. The net result of, of being fucking good people is that uh, other people can't work. Um, <laughs> it's uncertain how this incident began, but before takeoff, a man got into an altercation with, a, with the pilot and flight attendants, and he had a, he had a bucket hat on. On a plane. His fault. It's like a f- fucking common rat bag, like a tent slasher at a festival. One of those, you know, the. Um, he'd been off stealing something. Plus, what was his footwear? Well, I'm, I'm going to say thongs. No. I like the cut of your jib, though. Similar, you need the colour and the brand. Uh, white Havianas. No, not thongs. Oh, not thongs. People are having You're, a you're guess. in the vicinity. Feel, what feel are we looking at? Out. What are we looking Ma'am. at? Were you having some guesses? No? Who had a guess? Yell it out. Crocs. Yes, I heard of Crocs. It's Crocs. What colour? Hit me. Camouflage Crocs. (laughs) Good guess. No, because I could could see them in the video. They were... um, North Queensland Cowboys coloured Crocs. No, I doubt. No. They were safety first, yellow Crocs. Oh. Uh, Jesus. 
Passenger Ben Mackay, who filmed some of the incident, said that the man had had too many drinks before the flight had, and even titled the video, One Too Many Mate. That's a, that's a fucking nerd. Fair suck at the sauce bottle, mate. That sort of thing. Uh, anyway, pretty, pretty good video, actually. I'll, I'll mm. give him that. He kept it steady. Not bad. A few yeah, other great. people filming it in his video filming it, like a f- Inception, you know, yeah. didn't see theirs. Ben's went up and it's not bad. Yeah, I always find that weird when a lot of people, you know, film an incident, mm. but you only ever see one. It's like if they just kept that to show friends and family. It's for the grandparents. Put it on YouTube. It's like at a a kids' concert. Everyone's there. You go, get your fucking... I'm trying to watch the thing, sort of, or be seen to be watching it, and everyone bastard's got a phone. What are you doing with that? Concerts, that's fuck off. Gross. But this, this was quite good. You got got the video there? Don't touch me, you stupid Get the cops. Get the cops. Get the cops. Yeah. Um... The comments were good. Uh, the Islander community got right around the flight attendant who was from the Pacific Islands herself. Ah. <laughs> the, uh, the perp backed right off when she got involved. She, she would have laid him out, etc. that sort of business. And there was also a few spirited debates arose that surrounded bringing back bashing children. So when they're adults, they don't do this sort of thing. Right. Food Beautiful. for thought. Yeah. And uh, here's, here's one. He's young. Imagine when he's old and has a wife, what will he be doing to her? So. Don't no, touch me, you stupid cunt. Another, another TikTok comment was just uh, one word at the Nick Cody. Oh, yeah. Great. Straight in. Let us know. Didn't it? Well, maybe. Maybe didn't even know you had anything to do with this podcast, just like it looks like you. One of those. Oh, great. Right. Is this your brother? That sort of thing. Um, Queensland police helped remove the man. Uh, they used to remove you from Earth for that sort of shit, but they removed him a little more gently. And uh, the, the matter was referred to the AFP, who said the man could face Commonwealth charges. We'll never know. John, oh. John Doe, isn't it? So he's gone. He's I'd, fine. I'd say they just bashed him, set him free. I don't know. <laughs> like you can't, I can't find him, so whatever. But not bad. Not a bad little clip. We'll keep that. Fucking I don't we will. Um, <laughs> I like that because I think a bucket hat, bucket hat wearers are generally, as you said, music festival attendees under 25 yeah. or like a 70-year-old bar fly yeah. who got a free one in a merch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know no, what I mean? No such thing as a free hat. They are, you're doing some advertising and it looks shit. No, <laughs> never seen a free hat that's a good hat. Yeah, I know. They're fucking the, sombreros or they're stupid you know, service Yeah, station. like a cougar bourbon yeah. bucket hat. Yeah. I uh, should be paying you, really. Um, Virgin Flight, VA449, September 9. This exact day we're on right now, but 2014. Mm. Uh, this is from Brisbane. Sorry, Queen. guys, I just realised the beers are stronger than the cold and flu tablets. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking World War Three going on inside me right now. This is... Uh, <laughs> The froths are racking up the bodies. This is, this is Brisbane, Queensland to Darwin NT. And uh, it's another un- unnamed man. John Doe's are everywhere in Queensland. On his way to Darwin. Quite a few of the Doe clan up there. Um, <laughs> during, the, during the flight, an FA accidentally bumped the man's leg with her drinks cart. This happened to a friend of mine, right? And not... This one, but like it's a notor- he's got a notoriously short wick, and he oh, happens no. to be a patron of this. He'll be listening to this, and um, the FA furious. hit his knee and said knee instead of you know excuse me or sorry or something, and it didn't go well. Um, so when you hear like accidentally bumped into his knee with the drinks cut, maybe that's one lopsided side well, of the fucking story. Spoke about it on here a long time ago, 2018, before my first son was born. Went over to Edinburgh to surprise Sloss. It was like a month out. Looking back on it now, fucking dumb move. I get why my wife was annoyed. Yeah. Said, I'm going to surprise my friend and do bags in Edinburgh. Come on. It's fun for one part of the family. Yeah. And went over to surprise him, but was with another mate, Bart Freeband, on the flight. And our mate, Brett Blake, that some of you may know, a comedian. Yeah. Notorious loose unit. I got him into the lounge and he got fucking... Sideways, the most drunk I've ever seen. Someone yeah. they almost didn't let him on the plane. They said, "Show me a ticket." He got it out and went, "Ah, they don't see anybody here." Yeah, 
If you don't know the story, he, he tried to get in the lounge, got rejected. I saw him on the way up and I said, mate, I'll be able to get you in. And she said, here he is, he's come back again. Yeah. Which is never great. And she said, normally it's $65 for entry if you don't have the, the right card. However, I'll let you in for free, just don't drink too much. And he said, how about I give you $65 and drink whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. <laughs> After he'd already been knocked back from the lounge. She laughed and let him in. He drank at the last minute. It's like boarding, saying all of our names. We're the last ones in there. Yeah. He got an espresso martini and sculled it. And then looked at his feet, which had thongs on them for a long-haul flight. Deplorable behaviour. Yeah. And he said, lucky I don't have a shoe. <laughs> Saying that to, you know, the people in the lounge. Yeah. And uh, we went up to him about ten hours into the flight and he said, Cody, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> He'd forgotten that I got him in, got him on the flight, helped everything. But his left foot was all red because they knew he was maggot. They just kept running over his foot with the trolley. He had a swollen left foot in a thong. Despicable. Mm. Might need a bit of this candied ginger, actually. He's, mate. A, he's a pig. Uh, one, one witness who wanted to remain anonymous said that after this, the man started nutting off. Um, she heard the man... That man's, must mean something different. Yeah. She heard the man swearing and saying to the flight attendant, I fucking smash people like you. That is... I don't think that's nutting off. No. Nutting off sounds quite pleasant. Sounds like a... Yeah. You're not thinking it means what I... I assume it means coming. Oh, right, no. Bust a nut. Yeah, I, I figured like from a... what you said... That you no, it just sounds that. like a you know like a spirited argument over a Pim's lemonade at the croquet lawn <laughs> on a Sunday afternoon. Not you know headbutting and f- well, whatever you're talking about, disgusting. Um, so uh, another witness said, "I felt a bit scared, and I'm no pansy." <laughs> Imagine that is your statement. Is this you know? in the? Is this in the comments? No, oh, this, is, this is a witness yeah. statement to a news outlet. I don't know. You don't hear that a lot anymore, do you, Pansy? Like, it always adds an element of truth to an anecdote when a witness is, like, in, includes a slur or some description. They're, they're not trying to look good. You go, well, I believe him because he's made himself look like an asshole here. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I, you know, I didn't f- I didn't like f- I don't go near him, that sort of thing. Like, <laughs> I guess that sort of thing. Like, I, I wouldn't touch one. Like, it's, you go, okay, you probably, you know, sounds grim, but you probably didn't. Yeah. So I believe no, I just the, think the, making a statement doesn't as mean you're not hard. Like the two guys across from me on the plane today, mm. they are never making a witness statement. I saw nothing, bro. Yeah, that is, okay, that's yeah, it. Yeah. That's every statement they'll ever make. Yeah. I saw nothing. We've got you with the gun on CCTV. Well, I just think the guy was probably fairly intimidating. If you can say that and make yourself look like an ass, you're probably telling yeah. the truth. Um Anyway, he continued. It was quite scary for elderly passengers and people with young kids. Oh, not the children. <laughs> like, what's a... As we all know, you get your leg ran with a trolley, you just probably start bashing kids straight after. Yeah. What's a, a literal knee-jerk reaction. Um, a non-uniformed police officer was on board, and she... Yes, Nick? Oh. Uh, <laughs> she... Um, she, she handcuffed him, so she didn't feel intimidated, clearly. What do, you, what do you make of that, though? She can just waltz through security with a set of handcuffs. No uniform, straight yeah. through. There you go. I used to... You can probably do that now. Don't yuck my yum. Just have whatever in your luggage. But if, if you're walking through... No, surely. Even if you can't you just can walk through... You can probably bring weapons pervert. in now and say, don't kink shame me. Yeah, I go, right. mate, that's an AK-47. You're wearing a bomb vest. You go, it's the only way I'll come. Well, good luck. I... <laughs> Do better, security. I'd, I doubt any of us in this room could walk through with handcuffs in a, in a bag. Just say, you know, I'm a pervert, leave me alone. <laughs> Absolutely not. Is it the haircut? What is it? Something's giving away cop. Cop. Is it a, se- a sneaky card? Is there something on their boarding pass? Yeah, I don't know. I just don't know. You know, cops get discounts at McDonald's. Well, they did when I worked. They get like 50% oh. off. Yeah, but they're getting Gross. 100% more of something, Ooh. which is Luke Higgins' not, I yeah. reckon. Yeah. Is that what you were doing? 
<laughs> yeah. Spit in the food? Surely. No. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> two junior burgers, hold the sputum. Um, the, the plane was diverted to beautiful Townsville, Queensland. Not enough grubs there, better import some more. And the Queensland police confirmed he was in custody. Not sure of the outcome, too fresh. Slow, it's wow. 2014, slow wheels of justice in Queensland. Plus a John Doe, not easy to find. Like if actual journalists can't dying breathe that they are, haven't come up with a fucking name, we're not going to. No. So he's gone. You need um, someone to brag about it, you know? Oh, yeah, like a proper... That, 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 that must happen. happen. In Queensland it does a bit. You'll see people like a streaker getting let off after being tackled and he'll be doing this shit at a cop or something, like a, or, you know, waving at the crowd and stuff with a free hand. I like that. Yeah. Might as well. Oh, yeah, don't chirp at the cops. Dragging you off. That's a bad time. Use it to be a hero. Yeah. Get the crowd pumped up. Um, we got, well, this is the final incident. I think we've got time to drag it right the fuck out, actually. Um, it's a nostalgic Queensland incident, particularly pertinent due to the uh, ashes being completely, completed recently in, uh, in the motherland. Uh, one Sir Ian Terence Botham, OBE. They get knighted for playing cricket over there. Is there, do, we have Sir, do we have Sir Glenn McGrath and shit here? No. Nah. We don't, do we? We just die of a heart attack in Koh Samui. Yeah. <laughs> That's when you're the best at cricket. Yeah. And the ones that live um, going to sing songs with a guitar on a roof. Steve Smith, what a fucking loser. That, uh, yeah. Nothing made me hate him more. What? What did the, he do? When he started, he started playing on Instagram. He sang a song. I never saw he this. He was on like a rooftop, I think. Uh. He started playing guitar and singing. In you're India like, or something? Oh, like, just eat a lasagna sandwich. Was he bringing joy to Indian kids or something? Or was he just on his own roof? No, it was himself. Oh, God. Um, remember, when the Eng- remember when England won for the first time in decades and they got called Sir after that? Like, yeah, good on you for winning a one-in-two-team competition well, once, once that, every 20 years. You should bloody should be Knights of the Realm. We're one Bledisloe cup away. From a dozen odd blokes getting nah, knighted. Absolutely not. Like that would surely... They should though. Why? It's like, how'd you do it? You're up against the country. It's their number one sport. It's and Union is about. our 17th favourite sport. Yeah. And you beat them. It's pretty good. Yeah, but that's all they care about over there. It's pretty grim. Like everyone talks about New Zealand, beautiful, you know, all, all that. But they have, there's some fucking grubs in that joint. They'd... <laughs> Like I, you don't, we don't even think about the place. Like it, it's, it enters our minds once every decade or so when you got a kiwi in your face screaming about rugby. Yeah. Yeah. Rugby what? Who cares? Yeah. Um, anyway, Ian, Ian Beefy Botham was out in Australia playing for Queensland actually in the eighty-seven, eighty-eight season, trying to secure the first ever Sheffield Shield for God's country. I don't know if anyone remembers this, but uh, mid nineties Queensland won for the first time ever. Quite the spectacle. My mate pulled his kid out of school so he could come with us to the Gabba. Oh, that's right. And uh, gave him a sickie, just called in sick and said, my six-year-old's not coming to school, he's real sick. Next day, front of the Courier Mail. (laughs) His kid's on there, lost, like we lost him. And it's uh, a picture of the crowd outside the Gabba and this kid just bewildered six-year-old going, where the fuck's dad? (laughs) And his mate. You can um, take your kid out of school or you can get maggot at the cricket on a weekday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't do both. That's, that's where he lost everyone. Um, anyway, Botham was yet another honorary, honorary Queenslander. I've always enjoyed that up there. Any Queenslanders in while we're down here? Not Literally. fucking Literally one Literally down admit. here? No, yeah. up the back there. Honorary? No. Oh, great. Good on you, mate. Thanks for coming in. <laughs> Represent. I remember when I was on uh, Triple M, Brisbane... We did a th- It's like, can, can Nick be an honorary Queenslander? And people calling in going, I've lived here for 25 years yeah. and I'm 31 and my mates at State of Origin time still say, go home, you fucking cockroach. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't have any memories of the place I once lived and it's still not. You, ca- you can't, it, your whole life you could spend yeah. there except where you were born. Oh, you can get born you in an emergency back. Caesar at Tweed Heads on your way to the Gold Coast and still be a fucking cockroach. <laughs> Piss off, mate. Get out of our joint. Um, so uh, you, you sort of – got your Alan Borders and your Jeff Thompsons. They're honorary Queenslanders but couldn't be more. Um, absolute standout, Viv Richards. 
He was a Queenslander for a minute. Everyone wants to represent the Sunshine State. That's not even mentioning rugby league. Um, Sir Ian, though, on an ANSET flight. So we're going back to Perth, March 88, with the Queensland team to play WA in the final. Jesus. And uh, Greg Ritchie was in the Queensland team. You'd know him better as fellow broadcaster Mahatma Coat from the footy show. Yep. <laughs> Classic pre-nanny state character playing a head-wobbling Indian uh, in full blackface, no less. Different time. Wow. Although, is it? Because he still does Mahatma Coat at sportsmen's luncheons. No, he uh, doesn't. Only recently he did. Wow. Well, yeah. What do you mean, no, he still, doesn't? Still did you hear doing he got cancelled? Still doing <coughs> full blackface. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Up there. Turn of the century Queensland, though. Brisbane still had Ling Ling Chinese delivery service. Yeah. Uh, political correctness hasn't quite gone mad enough to look back over its shoulder and keep in step with the glacial pace of progression. Well, I know what beats political luncheon. correctness. Apparently, it's humidity. Yeah. It just comes <laughs> it's for the colder climates. It's a bit, it's still, it's comedy. Can't be woke when you're drowsy, you know? Yeah. Very fucking hot up there. It's very much a comedy used to be funny sort of thing. 2013, Mahatma Coat uh, received complaints from the South African cricket team for being racist in a performance in the Adelaide Test. Uh, 2017, again, Which, different Also, time. the South African cricket team calling people racist yeah. is like me telling you off for drinking too much. But they. Yeah. They switched immediately, and, and good on them. They've yeah. really gotten on board, but fucking pretty quick. Um, 2017, different time again, Greg was performing as Mahatma Coat at an Adelaide Crows function. So same joint. There was an allegation that he was racist and sexist during the performance, despite the AFL having respectability and responsibility policy in place. Wow. Obviously not as powerful as Rugby League's integrity unit. <laughs> um, no, I work with Brendan Favola, AFL great, 625 goals. He tells me daily. Um, the difference between league and... I asked him, I'm like, why yeah. are AFL players better than league players? And he said, they're not. It's just AFL's run by business people and rugby league is run by leagueies. Yeah. So when leagueies get in trouble, someone tells their boss and their boss is a leaguey. He goes, fucking sick, he fucked the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas in AFL, there's a bit more, let's say, yeah. fucking Call Eddie. some parts and pieces around. Yeah. Call Eddie. I prefer the honest, the more honest. 100%. One, blue collar one. But I mean, obviously, you know, integrity units and, that, and responsibility policy, they're just fucking mopping up. They're gearing up too right now, the NRL integrity unit. It's For a summer. few weeks away from the yeah. off season. Yeah. That's their time to shine. <laughs> There'll be a couple of mad Mondays in place a couple of days from now. Yeah. We'll be... Looking at that. Um, AFL's different now. Some of them have started off and they're all in the paper for fun costumes. Not what I want to read about nah. when I hear Mad Monday. Rubbish. Community newspaper at best. At the uh, Adelaide Crows function, David Kosh, fellow broadcaster. broadcaster oh, Jesus Christ. David yeah. Kosh was there and he had no problem with the show. So, and he knows comedy. He's released <laughs> Released a few joke books himself. Oh, mate, if the multiple volumes of David Cost joke books I've seen in your garage bookshelf <laughs> are anything to go by, he knows a fair bit about jokes and Mahatma Coast just fine. Shut up. Um, anyway, Greg, Greg Ritchie, a.k.a. Mahatma Coast, he was on the plane getting stuck into Captain Grumpy, Alan Border. Um, I don't mind Border, but can't say I enjoy the double L Alan. That's not... <laughs> He was, uh, he was pretty tough, Border. He didn't, he didn't ever take a lot of shit. Never managed to beat the West Indies, although he nearly had a fight with Viv, who was a boxer and would have fucking laid oh, Alan out. But yeah. Alan didn't care. Uh, nowadays, I reckon most of us put a team together would nearly beat the West Indies. But, um, yeah, what happened there? At the time, they just forget. Basketball happened. Uh, They've, they all just went, basketball's brilliant, and that was it. Seppo, shit, and yeah. cricket, who gives a fuck? Um, <laughs> I remember Border pointing his finger at Craig McDermott in, uh, in the 90s for bowling like shit. And it was on TV. It was, I lost my mind. It was, like, it was about the same time, about 93, when Mal was doing his G-up speech at State of Origin and calling New South Wales cunts. It was, it was good television, that. Um, <laughs> Border's going, I'm fucking talking to you. Don't walk away from me. And it got pretty fruity and it was live on TV pretty good. Uh, well, I, I say I'm using cold and flu tablets, but when I turned up here with a head cold, 
Heggy just read me Mark Gasnier's voicemail message that he left to a woman. <laughs> start of Origin 2003. Well, I remember it. I'll never forget this. If you haven't heard, it was the same week the NRL had a Respect Women yeah. conference. Those boys were probably on a, in a cab on the way home from delivering the keynote speech. Well, I know what time it was That's... because he mentioned it in the voicemail. He said, oi, and then her name. It's 20 to 4. There's four toey humans in this cab. Cocks mm. are fat, ready to spurt sauce. And you're in bed, fuck me, fire up, you sad cunt. Yeah. And that's a... And that's, that's what a, he said to me when I came in today, <laughs> Stiffly. <laughs> fuck. Um, Alan, Alan Border once told yours truly to fuck off. Did I tell you this? No. Oh, man. It was... Uh, well, shut the fuck up. Like, it was a while ago. It was something along those lines. I was living up to his moniker of Captain Grumpy. Yeah. He was, um, he was like a spokesman for Forex, the beer. Like a proper, you know, raise your eyebrows at a, at a woman running across the screen in a bikini at the beach while fishing with an esky. That sort of proper, you know, proper, you know back when Forex ads was were, were for men. Um, and uh, he walked into my bottle shop and he bought a carton of Forex and I said... What? You've got to buy this stuff. And he said, shut the fuck up, mate. <clears throat> so, Which you would have respected. I did. How many, cri- Captain... how many cricket captains have told you people to get fucked? A... The two Captain Grumpies going oh, head man. to head. I liked Not it. bad. Dueling. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Oh, Craig McDermott, I don't know if you remember him. I think his son plays now. He, he went on to po- – post-cricket, he went on to convince people to give all their superannuation to him. You remember this? No. Oh, man, he was – Who's went, doing that? He went, That's on them. I know it's bad to victim blame. Yeah. But if you give your super to an ex-cricketer, that's well, your he fault. Went, yeah, absolutely. I remember a headline when, in 2008 when he went bankrupt. Someone put out, if you heard Craig McDermott's latest figures, none for $40 million. That's a, that, was, that was good. He owed $40 mil when he went bankrupt. He's back offering financial and property advice. Thick fucking skin, that. Yeah. I imagine... Well, anyway. what is it? It's like a two-year ban from running a company, yeah. five-year ban. From... But obviously preying on people who don't have Google. Because you Google Craig McDermott, it's like 40 million. First, first article, doesn't even mention cricket. It's just like 40 million bucks. What a prick. So anyway, give your money and uh, invest wisely. Good luck. <laughs> um, Good luck, everyone. So they're all on the plane, right? Greg Ritchie is upset he's consistently being left out of the team. I assume Border told him, as most would have, it's because you're not very good, Greg. Um, bit sluggish between wickets was Greg. Matt McCote had eaten too many butter chickens in the off season. Um, do you reckon in India, in their like in the supermarkets, they got instead of a roasty, they got like a butter chicken? Be messy, but in a plastic bag. The tradies handbag or whatever. Can you make yeah. a whole butter chicken? Is that a sure, no? mate? You're yeah. the you're the driveway barbecue specialist. Yeah, if anyone's had a crack, fucking, you have to do it in in its pot or something. Butter would just run off. Um, I don't know, never been. Big hitter was Greg Ritchie. Big, not a lot of quick singles. Wasn't that kind of athlete. By the way, I want to see you Shark Tanks back on TV now. Mm. I want to see you doing that. Guys, I figured it out. What? A full butter chicken. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your business plan? No, just look. It's yes. full. Yeah. A full butter chicken. I need, I need $600 to get this off the ground. <laughs> I'll, give, I'll give you 1%. Um, on the plane, it got quite heated. There was some language. Mahatma Coat went to the toilet, probably had a Grogan Josh at the Brisbane oh. airport. Um, thought you were going to say took his shoe polish with him. No. Nah. Oh. Getting into character early. <laughs> beefy. Beefy got involved in Greg's absence and uh, had a discussion with Border. No details, so we're left to speculate. What else is there to do? I, I assume, so Border said, look, Alan, leave that fat loser out of the team. I'm, I'm beefy fucking both of them. I'll open the batting and the bowling. I'll umpire, I'll score. He's, he's pretty good. I'm one of the best cricketers of all time. He's Mahatma Coat. Uh, there was swearing, which caused some passengers to protest. Like, if I were on a plane with small children, as the protester was, and half the Australian cricket team were on board, plus Beefy swearing at each other, I'd be telling my kids to shut the fuck up. I'm trying to, yeah. <laughs> trying to listen. I'm trying, yeah, I'm trying to listen and see what's going on. Not this guy. He got involved. So Beefy put his hands on the guy's shoulders and told him to face the front and mind his own fucking business. Which also, is fair. When people kick off in public, if you shield your children from it, they don't know how to not act in later years. I love seeing oh. a junkie just fucking teeing off. Charlie, come here, mate. Have a look at this. Don't be this cunt. Mm. All right? 
Love you, bud. Yeah. <laughs> um, should have been the end of the story, but it wasn't. They were at the team hotel in Perth. Both of them got a knock on the door. It was a wallopers. And uh, he thought, hello, 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 what's this? Pig presented him with a bat and got him to sign it. So that's all it was, just an autograph. But then Beefy said, yeah, sure, no problem. Happy to, anytime. Thanks for your service. Uh, signed the bat for the officer, who then arrested him for assaulting someone on the flight. Oh! <laughs> what a... F- f- oh. There was t- I love it. Yeah. I actually love it. What, the cop doing that? Yeah. He it's should be able funny. to whack him with the bat. That is not on. But I, that I is- think it's great. It's a pretty funny, I've got to do my job, plus what a great time. To score nah. some signed Australian merch. That's fucked. I, I couldn't disagree more. I think that's the worst part. Like, there's talk of a headlock on the plane, which Beefy didn't do, but that's what should happen to that fucking cop immediately. Who's like getting arrested a... over a headlock? Headlock's only there to break up a fight. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want to get headlocked by Beefy Botham necessarily. Oh, in, dep- in yeah, his prime. Pulling someone away a headlock, yeah. head in under there, you can cause some damage. As you'll see tomorrow, UFC 293. At KO Sports, tag it. Um, we didn't even mention why he's even here, did we? Just come and see some blokes jump around in their undies. <laughs> Tomorrow. To fight? Yeah. Bit of screaming, that sort of thing. Organised fighting. Go do your own. Um, That's why I'm here with you, getting you to drink from 2pm. Okay. <laughs> so I can see the pre-fight event. Auto- autograph hunting. Autograph hunting policemen, they should be... F- like he, Beefy got taken to jail. Border himself came along, tried to bail him out. But in WA, you need to be a local landowner to vouch. This is the 80s. Like you need a local landowner to go and vouch for you to get so you out So someone with a mortgage, was that their... Yeah. That so, was their justice of the peace. Yeah. Are you a renter? Fuck off. No yeah. one believes you. So you know, you know who they got to go down there? Carper Call's very own Dennis Lilly. Oh. Retired cricketer. Right. WA resident went down to, with, to jail with what? Probably more signed merch. No, nah, a six pack. <laughs> Different time. But Beefy got out of jail for 800 bucks and a six pack. That's a, probably cash. Um, not the ideal prep. So he, made, he still made the match, but we fucking lost. Oh. And didn't get the, the shield. Beefy didn't contribute much. Bit of stress. Six beers before the first ball, maybe. I don't know what happened. But uh, went home to England straight after. So fucking good one, nerd. On the plane, causing that. I hope that guy, every time his wife makes him regale that story at dinner parties, what he did to Beefy both, and he gets fucking bashed. Oh, that is... Yep. I disagree. I reckon beers before cricket, that's the best sport for it. Unless you're opening it's batting. Not. If you're in the field, you just stand there and sweat it out. Chatting yeah. with your mate for a while, what That's happened last fine. night, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Opening batting, it would be quite a shock. Try batting for a fucking at any red time. rock coming at you 160 yeah. k an hour. Go, whoa. I I'll can tr- still I'll taste kebab it. in my helmet. Yeah. A kebab burp in a cricket helmet, maybe it's no good. I've tried it, it's no good. Like they, even like a medium fast bowler, you're fucked if you've had a beer. Absolutely no chance. Do you reckon that's how you catch someone out? Glenn McGrath starts spinning. You go, fuck, he was drinking last night. Yeah. <laughs> He's normally running in from the fence. I'll give something else a go. I've got a headache. <laughs> Glenn McGrath in the news recently, actually, fighting oh. snakes in his Noosa property. See that? No. Well, it wasn't an elephant. It was snakes. And he had three carpet snakes or something. One of his kids obviously took a video. That's news. Snake in, the, in a cricket great's house. Did he kill them all? I fucking don't know. I don't know. Well, once you kill the elephant, that's yeah. You've got to let the others go. <laughs> no, he didn't. But um, anyway, Beefy Beefy's gone on to great things, and mm. uh, that guy hopefully fucking hasn't. <laughs> but while I'm down, I just copped a copped a squeeze. We're gonna have to wind up in a minute, mate. Um, I'll be outside the door for about a minute. After this, I got a, I got a fresh batch of pencils. Oh fucking hell. <laughs> How, how many now? 3,000. <laughs> That's a fucking lot of pencil. Brand new. This is the first day they're available. There's first, a bloke you can get the first pencil off the signature edition. There's a bloke in China with a Rolls Royce because of your fucking pencil orders. You're... I doubt it. I, I didn't pay that much. 
for them. But I mean, maybe Chinese Rolls Royces are about a thousand bucks. So I don't know. Three thousand um, pencils. Yeah, will be there. So get around. I've got my Ftos machine. If you're up for it. If you want a t-shirt, grab one. They look fantastic. Thanks, guys, for wearing them. Yeah. I'd be embarrassed, but good on you. Bit of a, yeah, f- bit of a shout out. You'd be embarrassed out. wearing one. You should be on it. Uh, but a shout out, too, to the front row uh, guests here. All the way from Parks NSW mm. here for the weekend. Having a good time. They're at a, so that is quite special. I mean, it's not as far as Melbourne, but they didn't, they didn't catch a plane, did they? No. So here no, we are. That's Higgy's crowd work section of the show, don't <laughs> Thank you all very Arguably. much for coming out to Midflight Brawl. One more time, big round of applause for Luke Higgy. And for Nick Cody. Thanks very much for having us. We'll see you in a minute. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Higgy, you're already shaking your head. It's Midflight Brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 